the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise, designed to explore what unity in the body of Christ sounds like within our communities and beyond. Don't just listen to it. Be a part of it. Now, here's your host, Bible teacher, writer, broadcaster, and lover of God, Kaz Taylor. Hello, my friends. As we say, this is not necessarily a scriptural phrase. I caramba chihuahua. <laughs> Have we got a show for Y-O-U-T-O-D-A-Y? I'm telling you, uh, things are bubbling all over, not only in the United States of America, not only in the nations, but in particular in Israel as well. Israel is in what many would call wartime environment. Uh, people are attacking from every side. You know, as we extrapolate that from what's going on in the world, the God people are being attacked on every side uh, everywhere. And so this program is not only timely for the time in which we find ourselves from an Israeli standpoint or a Hebrew standpoint, but a global standpoint and the United States of America standpoint as well. With that in mind, I've got two guests you're going to make note of, and you're going to want to come back and check this uh, recording out over and over and over in our archives at Come Together San Diego. I want you to meet two friends of mine. I want you to meet Derek Johnson, maybe a name that many of you have heard in the past, uh, in, in passing, especially if you're going through many websites that are telling you what's going on now and why. His name is Derek Johnson, but he's even more than a, 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 a military uh, uh, and uh, government researcher. He is a former military uh, individual, and he's a an enthusiast with the Bible and also this, which elevated him highly in my perspective, he is a musician who is a Christian writing and performing music. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Derek Johnson. Hello, Derek. Hey there. Good to be here. <laughs> it's good to have you. We're going <laughs> to rock and roll, uh, maybe a little bit uh, country, because that's your musical format, a little bit country and a little bit rock and roll. So we're going to rock and roll in that, but... My listening friend, I also want to introduce you to a longtime friend of mine. He's the director of the Copper Scroll Project. It's tied to the archaeological things going on in Israel. But he's also a fire and fraud investigator and a former military leader under the category of artillery, etc. His name is Jim Barfield. James, how are you? Hello, guys. I'm doing great. Glad to be here with you guys. <laughs> oh, it's a pleasure. So pardon me while we just spend a moment dealing with the things that are going on in Israel. I know that may not be on both of your, um, you know, on your dinner plate, but let me, let's just briefly talk about that as I've introduced the two of you. Do you think, <clears throat> gentlemen, that Israel plays a key role in the things that both of you are studying? Um, just a brief answer, Jim, and I'm going to ask um, direct to give that same answer. Then we'll jump into some things that are really uh, poignant and pertinent with uh, the United States of America and the things that are going on and not going on. Yeah, yeah, because you can't you can't 
remove Israel from the equation. It just uh, you, you're not going to get the right answer. Israel is a, is a major player not only in our biblical lives but also in our currently in our lives. For me, they play a major part in this copper scroll project I'm doing. They own the property that I need to do some do some excavating in, so they are big in my life. Are you allowed to say the property that you're you're excavating in because that they have a role in what's going on in Israel right now? Yes, yeah, it's uh, actually in the West Bank. It's called Qumran. It's the place where all the Dead Sea Scrolls were found, including the Copper Scroll. <laughs> which which God has stirred you to be in a primary place to help interpret what that means. So, Derek, uh, here we are. We were this we we had planned this interview before the war, quote unquote, uh, broke out in Israel. Uh, any common denominators that you see there before we jump into some of the other topics of the broadcast? Israel's going to be a common denominator with anything because that's. Uh, like I tell Christians over in the United States, you know, Christ didn't walk in uh, the United States. He came from his his motherland, his homeland, Israel, right? So that's always going to be the common denominator, especially if you're a Christian. Um, and so, but the thing I like to highlight is this, you know, and we're going to get into that, I'm sure. Um, but I'll just go ahead and open the can of worms. And say right here, <laughs> I knew you would. That's who you yeah. are. <laughs> well, you know, there's a difference in a war and then an attack. There's a difference. Now, I'm into optics, and we'll teach people that later. But, um, you know, like terminology matters. And we have a nation right now that are spoiled in a good way uh, because that's what United States of America became and, and is. Uh, but Israel, there's a lot of optics going on there that, that we'll tie in later. But, you know, as far as, uh, you know, when it comes to casualties and things of that nature, then you get into sensitive subjects. But with military personnel here, veterans, um, you know, that's that's who you always have to turn to, especially if you're not a veteran. Uh, you need to know who veterans are that know the law of war and also know uh, military law, military orders, regulations, customs, and things of that nature, um, how they're separate from the federal government. But uh, the thing that's going on in Israel, in my opinion, we'll get into that in a minute, but um, it's something completely separate than what most people are seeing on TV. Oh, yeah. You're saying what's going on in Israel is similar to what's going on in the United States. There's a lot of false flags and, and uh, head fakes going on there. <coughs> Excuse me. There as well as well as here. Is that am I interpreting you properly? That's correct. And I didn't you know, I don't want to go on a, a five minute spiel there. No, of, no, of things, but, you know, but one of the bit got to build up people with the terminology first, and then they'll be able to see it once they understand what that terminology actually means. Absolutely. And, you know, there are a lot of people, Derek and Jim, that have really no clue what's going on. They they would like to live their life as it was 10, 15, 20 years ago, and that can't happen because there are a lot of things being uncovered and discovered. Uh, quick thoughts on that, uh, Derek. Well, and we would. Go ahead. Well, we would, too, you know, but we are where we are, and I'm pretty sure uh, Mr. James up there would agree that, you know, who wouldn't want to live like we did 20, 30 years ago? But, you know, we are where we are, and, and we're trying to show people why we got to where we are. Oh, boy. We're going to spend, my listening friend, we're going to spend the entire broadcast sharing with you not only where we are, but how we got here and what that uh, implies for us, not only in the today, but the tomorrow and the tomorrows thereafter. Quick thought, Jim Barfield, my buddy. 
Yeah, it's uh, with, with what's happening in Israel. Of course, we we monitor very closely. Me and my the guys are on my team, so we know when is it going to be safe to get over there. When is it not going to be safe? And uh, there's things happening right now that I can't discuss them under a non-disclosure. But they this is uh, certainly I got a message today that it is certainly going to postpone what we have what we're hoping to get accomplished here very soon. Very so it's important to us. Yes. So let, let's uh, switch gears and let's talk about the United States of America, or should we say the United States for America? I'm going to have you set the stage here. We, I'm, I'm going to be uh, having to take a commercial break. I'll let you know when that time comes. But begin the conversation, Derek, about the who, why, what, where, when, and how with a group of novice listeners. And I'm not demeaning you, my listening friend, but that's where we are. Derek Johnson. I can... Uh put a little joke in here i'm not under nda so i can say (laughs) and i can speak for i can speak for mr james whenever he cannot speak uh but obviously not intricate details sure uh but you know on the surface that the average everyday american can absolutely put your hands on and go tangibly look this up you know we without sounding condescending to americans but veterans we we see the world as it is we operate in an in an environment as it is. We sure we would love things to be differently. Absolutely, who wouldn't? But we operate in the in the military world as it is, and that's how it goes, right? And so in the military, we have orders on a chain of command that goes from the top down, all right. And of course, I had a sergeant used to say, "Crap rolls downhill, uphill, and back downhill in the military." <laughs> and, uh, you know, and that, that couldn't ever be more accurate. It's so accurate. But for the average everyday American out there, especially when you're a Christian, you know, the Bible doesn't say anywhere in the Bible does it say to fear anything but God himself. That's, That's it. Yep. It does not say anywhere in the Bible to fear anything. Yea, though I walk through the valley of shadow of death, I will fear no evil. If death is the finality of, of our life. Death is that. So anything between here and death, we shouldn't fear at all because if we shouldn't fear death, and that, well, that's the finality. That's the absolute. And so, how do we get where we are, people? You know, our our three biggest words in the Declaration of Independence are "We the People." Those those three words have been watered down so much, and and been tossed around, butchered, twisted, and also misused and misconstrued by many people who use them for their benefit, not for us as a whole and an entirety, but for their benefit. And we've lost a lot of terminology in the world, such as transparency, honesty, integrity, accountability, and responsibility. We, a lot of those words are so watered down and no one knows how to hold that except for a lot of military personnel, but especially older generations that stem from the greatest generation yes. and, and beyond. And so what I like to do is show people that, that we, the people, we're the government. Our founders gave us this and I would argue it's before 1871, but 1871 plays a big role because of the Organic Act of 1871 is where the United States became a federal corporation by definition, which is in 28 U.S. Code 3002. You can go look that up, federal corporation. Yep. Um, we're we're about then, ready to take a break, so put a okay. period at the end of this sentence, and we'll continue it in the next uh, segment. Well, let's say let, let's say I've got ten seconds now. So Derek, <laughs> Derek Johnson, <laughs> Jim Barfield, and I we're trying to extrapolate what God wants to do, and we've got the entire show. We'll talk more about that when we come right back. 
This is Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. Now, more of Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise. Here's Kaz Taylor. Well, welcome back, my friends. I have to laugh at a, a, a terminology that oftentimes people use that we don't even know what we don't know, and that's exactly where we are in the United States of America when it comes to military-related things, when it comes to governmental-related things. Uh, and so I have two people on with me for this entire broadcast of Come Together San Diego that are going to deal with what's going on in America underneath or behind the scenes. And I want to reintroduce to you uh, my friend Jim Barfield with uh, the Copper Scroll Project, and he's also an, in- an investigator as well and a Bible stu- student, but also uh, we, Jim and I have been really excited to bring on and introduce to you Derek Johnson. He's a musician, but he's also a guy who is steeply deeped in what's going on in the behind-the-scenes things. So let's start this. Uh, we we had uh, Derek explaining to us a little bit about the things that we need to know about in the last segment. I had to cut him short because of commercial B-R-E-A-K-S, but we're back. Derek, continue your conversation. Jim Bar. Field and I are all ears. Well, Corporation of America is where things sort of taking its turn, and that's where we have to to paint the picture to people out there that you know people create evil. People are the ones that do that. I mean, we all have a choice every day to be a good person, bad person, smile, frown, all these different things. So. You know, when people say, how did we get here? Well, people got us here. And no one can point a finger at anybody. We all inherited what we have right now. Um, The good thing about that is, is that every man, every system that we have in America is a man-made system. We establish that. Uh, Currency, we establish that. Uh, College degrees, you know, what level should you have to get this job? We establish that. We establish everything we have. And when people start empowering themselves with the knowledge and the language and the terminology that the Congress is working on, you know, you don't have to like it. Like I tell people all the time, you don't have to like the laws, the, the orders and the legislation, but you need to know what it says in order to understand how to use your First Amendment, which is your freedom of expression. And you also have to know what it doesn't say is where you uh, shine so much, uh, Derek. Absolutely. And, you know, and so it's like what I try to sh- we just lost you a little bit. We just lost you a little bit. Kindly repeat. Well, there's people that'll say, oh, I don't know if I believe in this or not. And I'm like, well, this is what the Congress is operating off of. This is not my opinion. I'm just showing you what they put out there public, what's public information, what's public knowledge. And this is what they're operating with. Once again, you don't have to like it. So in order to, in order to combat something, you're going to have to know what you're reading and what you're up against in order to know what position you take a stand on. Sure. And so, so, that, so you're saying there's, there's a valid knowledge and then there's the things that they say that, are, that, that uh, they're using to draw your attention away from what the real knowledge is. is am I understanding you properly, Derek? Well, our, our founders established what they established. And then through the years, you know, Congress, each new Congress, you know, through the years, 
as Americans became more and more spoiled in a good way because we're we're the greatest nation in the world and and fought by the greatest military personnel in the world. And I don't just talk about myself. I talk about my whole family lineage that are all military. And we have Mr. Jim here in military. So, you know, we, we have the greatest nation in the world for a reason. However, all these people, when they became career politicians, our founders never established that. Our founders were not career politicians. They were average everyday men, you know, and they had nothing to gain and everything to lose when they fought the Revolutionary War. And people mm. have to keep that in mind. So I'll just, my dad always says, the mind can't procure what the butt can't endure. So, <laughs> so, so I'll, I'll cut to the chase because everything I have is, is tangibly you can go, the people listening can go look this up and put the pieces together. So I'll get to the, the main bullet points here is that you don't have to go too far back to see the, the real far downfall. You see the federal corporation, 1941 became the, well, FDR, Franklin D. Roosevelt had the first and second war powers act. He didn't ask Congress. He told Congress, he told Congress that if you don't act on the attack of Pearl Harbor, I will. And who do you think the military is going to listen to? You, the Congress, or me, me the Commander-in-Chief? The Commander-in-Chief, yes. Right. And so the first War Powers Act and the second Powers Act came out. And the second War Powers Act was not a follow-up to the first war. It was not an amendment to the first War Powers Act. The second War Powers Act is land and naval use. Now, that rolled over so that from 1941 – to 1961, I'm skipping 51 on purpose, but 1961, Dwight D. Eisenhower, people forget President Eisenhower was a five-star general. All right, he was a five-star general, military first. Okay, Dwight D. Eisenhower had a farewell speech when he was leaving office January 17, 1961, and he talked about a military-industrial complex, and he talked about a medical, the medical system. He did not like where the military was going, and, and medical because of monetary reasons and, and finding ways to supplement the military via ways basically saying starting wars that we shouldn't start banker wars. So you're saying right he now. did not like that and that the people did not were like that. starting wars so that they could fund whatever purposes they wanted to? That's correct. And so you look at 1961, what happened in 63, just two years later. All right, we know what you're asking me a question? It's rapid down, downhill slides with our federal government, federal reserve, and all these different things. Sure. In 68, we left the gold standard act, which means Congress made the dollar as valuable as they wanted it. Or, or as, as invaluable. invaluable, exactly. And that's where we are today, right. isn't it? And, and that's right. We can't account for anything. They just print money when they want to. Print it, print it, print it, print it, print it. But we can't account for it. And then what does that do? It gets us in trouble with whom? the people of other nations and other leaders. And then what's that do? It leads to even other kinds of conflicts. So go back really quick from 41, first and second war powers act. Then you skip to 61. Anybody who's over 30 years old knows 20 years. It goes by that quick. Snap it finger. does. So back up to 1951. That holds a lot of your answers right there. In 1951, Congress put a term limit on the president, but not themselves. Why? <laughs> well, he, if they felt the president was going awry from their plans, they could get him out of there and install whoever they wanted to. Would that be accurate? That could be accurate. It, you could you could slice and dice a lot of ways. You could say, well, that's their agendas. It's all about them. And, I, you know, it's like 
and it's a society. And that's what we got to paint the people is that 535 members of Congress work for us, not the other way around. And it's been the other way around for years. You have Brigadier General who retired Brigadier General, uh, but, but pilot and Army veteran, uh, which he was Air Force Reserve, and then it would well it would have been Army Air Corps, and then it went to Air Force, so however you want to slice it. But he was Air Force slash Army uh, pilot, was Brigadier General James Stewart, famous actor, right? In 1938, he's playing in a movie called Mr. Smith Goes to Washington, yes. where he played the role of a congressman who took a single bill, and he wanted to break down that single bill to its entity, and all those congressmen, hey, sonny boy, this ain't how it works up here. We put all these together in a package, and you may get three one time, we get two, and us get three. That's what Congress looks like. And Americans have had so much stuff put on them, and there's a tax for tax. For tax. There's, an, there's so much stuff. It's just noise and stuff. And it's been a, a spiral down effect. Yes. So what I try to do is I try to say, look, ladies and gentlemen, let's wipe all that out. Here's the simple thing. There's a blueprint right now. That shows you're watching the greatest, most biblical, monumental, historical, special operation known to man. Now, you don't have to be a veteran to know what's going on, but you're going to have to listen to one who knows what's going on. <laughs> and, then go, and then go look up. It's all written in blueprint. It's all in terminology. you got to know the terminology. you got to know the language. you got to know the laws and the orders and where they're posted. That's all publicly posted. But if you're a Christian, especially, you you should not be fearing anything. After I tell you what's going on, just like on a Friday night football game, <laughs> the tearing through the paper, you should want to tear through that paper. Yes, and you should want to you should want to jump up with joy and say hallelujah, amen, whatever it is that you do to celebrate. Yes. That right there is what you should do once you hear what's taking place. Because I'm telling right now, I'm telling you, a hundred percent fact. By laws and orders that Donald John Trump never went anywhere, he is still legally commander in chief, and it's he's commander in chief from a military side. Yes, yes. Still, don't don't go away on that, uh, Derek, because we're gonna have to take a break here in just a moment. But my listening friend, I want to just give this to you very quickly. Uh, Derek mentioned the the greatest show on earth, and it's kind of like watch and see because God's got things under control here. And uh, sometimes when we see the state of the world and the nation, we go, does he really? I want to direct you to a place called The Greatest Show on Earth. That is the name of a documentary video that is really based on the work of Derek Johnson. And it's a, a film by Nick Alvear, but I want you to write this down and go visit it. It's about 70 minutes worth of gold, and it also gives you all the documentation, many of the documents that uh, is being shared with you by Derek. It's called The Greatest Show on Earth on Rumble, and you will see that it's based on the work of Derek Johnson. My listening friend, we are going (laughs) to—he talked about Donald Trump, a president whom many didn't want, but he was in. He's out, but is he really— we're going to talk more about those things. You need to hear this because it's going to give you a lot of hope and confidence in the things as they come to pass soon. My listening friend, we'll be right back. More Come Together San Diego with Cass Taylor is next on K Praise. Now back to Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K Praise with Cass Taylor. 
Welcome back, my friends. Yes, come together, San Diego. You can communicate with me and find the archives and everything by just going come together, San Diego at kprz.com. You can communicate with me and also find out everything that's going on with the show that I have posted. So, my listening friends, we're back with Derek Johnson. He's a remarkable uh, military-minded man. He's also a country musician who's a Christian, and uh, we're going to talk about some of the things there. And uh, Jim Jim Barfield. Jim, first of all, uh, just a quick orientation about what you've sensed here as a, a fellow uh, military guy and an inve- investigator. Very quickly, and then we'll jump in with, with Derek again. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, what, I've, what I've recognized, and, and from an investigative standpoint, and, and from a military standpoint, whenever I first heard uh, Derek Johnson talking, he, he kind of, I think he kind of closed it a rant, but it was a wonderful <laughs> rant. He, he, had, he was spilling out information that I'd been looking for uh, for a while. And so I, I encourage everyone, listen to what he has to say. And I, I'm going to keep as quiet as, as possible throughout this thing because he's got some very important things that people need to hear. And you're going to be a, a testament to some of these things uh, in certain segments. So that's one of the invaluable reasons that you are here. So, uh, Derek, once again, let me let me give our listeners this. Uh, this is called The Greatest Show on Earth, The Greatest Show on Earth on Rumble.com. You'll see that it's based on the work of Derek Johnson. And, Derek, one of the things I know is a sore point with you and I and I listen to you fairly often. One of the one of the things I think is a sore point is you 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 spent vested hours and hours and hours about where all this information is and how it's legitimate. You invite people to go to the dot mil sites and the military sites and the dot gov sites because it's it's there and certifiable. And one of the sore points that you have is you're giving all this information and people go what and they just don't dig far enough into it. And I would say the Lord has a similar uh, sadness because He gives the depth of God's word and they go okay that's nice I'll just take this and this and this but I won't dig deeply into it. God wants us digging digging deeply in His word and my American citizen. This nation needs to have you digging deeply into the who, why, what, where, when, and how of uh, uh, military things and governmental things. And Derek Johnson has that. So I want you to pay attention to that. And once again, uh, uh, Nick uh, uh, Alvier film called The Greatest Show on Earth on Rumble.com. So I think I've set the stage for you, Derek Johnson, (laughs) to jump on in. Well, it's a great comparison with, with God and the Bible, and you know, the, it is there. It's in the Word, and then people want to cherry pick it, and then you'll have the people who say that doesn't say that, and then you're like, uh, it most certainly does. You don't have to like it, but it says it. Right. Um, and uh, give a shout out too to someone um, I've been talking to lately a lot is Major Jim O'Connor's, and Major Jim O'Connor's tells people he's a he's a bishop now, but he was a major in the army. Um, and he he tells people now, hey, instead of asking why, why don't you start reading how. Um, you know, and so, uh, because it's there dot gov sites, dot mill sites are all I operate with. I don't operate with any kind of dot net dot this, you know, I'll, there are some dot, there's some good dot org sites out there and some good research sites. Sure. But everything I show has a foundation. The Bible is your foundation if you're a Christian. So when you're a, a military personnel, the Uniform Code of Military Justice and the Law of War Manual, those are your foundations, and then you stem from there. So you got to go to the bigger foundation first before you can nosedive anything. So really quick, to get into the to nosedive, you know, this is a little blueprint that I show people. First, got to know your military history in order to 
be able to comprehend that you're watching a biblical monumental historical special operation by the military. And it's quiet for a reason. And uh, Mr. Jim here can, can attest to that, that, you know, when the military, it's a need to know basis and it depends on what rank you are. And then when you're in the military, when you're actually active duty guard or reserve, you're not going to be talking to your buddies and your family because one, you're under an oath that we took. That's 10 United States code section five zero two the enlisted and all the commission officers are 10 United States code section one zero three one. All right. So they're there. There's your oaths. All right. And so we don't, we don't talk to people out there because, and especially if you, you value that oath. All right. So then there's no soldier that's going to get on a podcast and, and validate this. And they're not going to do that to you either. So you have to trust because most people trusted the government this far. So I'll tell people, if you trusted the government, how about you trust the military right now? Because this is all in laws and orders. So really quick military history. You know, our founders, they actually did it backwards, and I love it in a different way, but they kicked off the war April 19, 1775, with the Battle of Lexington and Concord. Then they go, wait, we, we just started the war, and we don't even have any military branches, any kind of uh, anything we're fighting for. We don't have any kind of establishment. So they established the Army June 14, 1775. Sixteen days later came the War Articles, which would be laws of war, regulations, customs, etc., all right. Then the Navy came October 13th, 1775. Then the Marine Corps, November the 10th, 1775. The first flag, the Union Jack flag, December the 3rd, 1775. Notice the 1775 came before the Declaration of Independence. And then our founders go, wait, we're not, we don't even have a trophy that we're fighting for. We have nothing that's going to show what we're fighting for. And when we win this thing, so they drafted the Declaration of Independence in the middle of the war and then went right back out and fought seven more years. Oh my. Now, the first, the first Constitution did come November the 15th, 1777. It was called the Articles of Confederation. And who was the and, president at the time? Well, at that time, there wasn't, there wasn't a president, right? Oh, 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 no, of course. Yes, forgive me. So, but but the, the cool thing with that is, is that the, the Constitution that we know that we all still operate under and the ones that that old Joe Biden and, and people through the years have butchered, twisted and misconstrued and used for their agendas. They use the same context. They use the same language. Right. It all looks great on paper. But what are they doing behind the scenes? So the Constitution, as we know, it was drafted September the 17th, 1787. All right. So 10 years after almost 10 years to the day after the 1777. Now, the Constitution, as we know, was supposed to be a redraft. Well, they didn't redraft it. They actually said they just tossed Articles of Confederation and they completely drafted a new Constitution. But they didn't enact it until 1789 with the, with the inauguration of George Washington on what? The original inauguration date, which is March the 4th, not January the 20th. That's also a key note. All right, so fast forward. When you look at the, what I call my blueprint, June 12, 2015, the Law War Manual was reissued. It was put together by federal and military attorneys. They took the Lieber Code of 1863, the Hague Conventions, Geneva Conventions, and Nuremberg Trials, plus the Law War Manuals from Canada, Australia, United Kingdom, and Germany, and they combined all the strengths of those and reissued that June 12, 2015. What are the odds that that was four days before Donald Trump rolled down the escalator to announce his candidacy for president? I don't find any odds there at all. Then you go into 2016. He's on his campaign trail. All right, 2016, he says three things that stood out to me. 
that gave me my light bulb, if you will, that goes, hey, this is not another four years. This is not going to be another four years. We're about to enter an operation. There was three things he said on the campaign trail. One, he told Jeb Bush, when Jeb Bush said, who's going to vote for you, back you, and support you, he said, that's a loaded question. That's more than one question. If the moderator would give me time, if Kaz here give me time, I'm going to tell you. <laughs> I'm going to tell you what that means. One, the American people are going to vote for me because they're tired of BS politicians like you who get on this stage and you tell the American people what they want to hear and you never back it up. That's why they're going to vote for me and their economy is going to look great. Two, who's going to support me and who's going to back me? I have over 200 generals backing me right now. And then he said, never again will we voice to the public what's going on with our military because if the public finds out, if you find out, guess who else finds out? He never said, though, that you can't know the operation. He just said you're not going to know the missions. That's what's coming out. Let me, let me interject here because I, because I know my head's swimming and I know my listeners' heads are swimming too. But what you're saying right now, this is a clear divergence from um, the chief executive officer of the United States and the commander-in-chief of the United States. And D- Donald Trump was speaking to that. And the Congress and everybody else that was trying to hide that separation of the two were saying other things. So this, this is the point really uh, where things were really diverging. And we were able to understand that the two are separate. And uh, Donald Trump is really tied to the chief, the, the, the uh, commander-in-chief. Is, is that correct? I just want to let people understand the transition that was made there. That's correct. Mr. for this, because this is a military thing. This is a known military thing. This was that quote when he said 200 generals are backing me. There were, throughout the years, that has been a quote-unquote conspiracy theory on the other side of, of the spectrum. But for the military side, 200 generals said never again will we let happen to this country what happened under JFK. When we get a chance to take it over— when the opportunity allows, we're going to take this country back over and reset it on its foundation, oh which is what the Declaration of Independence actually says. The yes. Declaration of Independence is like the Bible. It's living. It's breathing. They wrote it in present form, but they wrote it always in future tense. It yes. says they, they wrote it is their duty. It is their right, and it is their duty to off-throw such government that goes against its foundation. Well, well I'm going to have to stop you right there because I have less than 30 seconds, my friend Derek Johnson. I see. Notice I have to. I have to intercede because he goes way over my head, and we have to bring it down to reality. We're going to talk more about that with Derek Johnson and Jim Barfield when we come right back. This is Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K Praise. More Come Together San Diego. It's just moments away. Now, more of Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K Praise. Here's Kaz Taylor. <laughs> I'm laughing because, you know, here we are, kindergarten, and here we have uh, the essentials of a uh, professor sharing information to we kindergartners. And so I'm trying to find the delicate balance in between in my. Uh, Derek Johnson is that person with whom of whom I'm speaking, but also we have as my other co-host, his name is Jim Barfield of the Copper Scroll Project. But Jim is also a, a, an investigator, a Bible st- student, and researcher as well, and patriot by far. So Jim is kind of in the middle ground, helping us comprehend the depth 
of what Derek is saying. And Derek's saying, this isn't depth. This is just ABCs waiting until you get into the depth. (laughs) (laughs) So my listening friend, let me give this to you one more time. This is going to help you after you listen to Derek here. You want to go to uh, rumble.com and just put in in your search engine in rumble.com, the greatest show on earth. And that's about a 70-minute documentary style of video, 70 minutes in length, and it's really based on the work of Derek Johnson. And if you're a visual learner, he, he this, this documentary actually mentions the .mil, that's the military sites, and the .gov, that means the government sites, wherein Derek gets all this information. So I'm going to uh, have Jim Barfield and I stand by and listen to further what Derek Johnson has to say. And we may just intercede periodically when they have a stupid question needs to be asked, and I'll be the dummy that asks the question, (laughs) and you guys can set me straight. Is that okay, Derek Derek Johnson? (laughs) Go ahead, Derek. There's such thing as a dumb question. Okay. Well, I'll put that to the test shortly. Go ahead. So you, when you come out of the, the speech that he had on the campaign trail. You're talking about Donald he, Trump now. Donald John Trump on the campaign trail in 2016. You come out of that. Well, something happened so monumental in May 2016 that wasn't passed until December. And, and that's where people have to learn how budgets are passed. Every budget is passed. Like for, for the 2024, it's passed in 2023. But it'll have a 2024 title on it. So anything apply that 2023 was 2022 and so et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. so in may 2016 the united states supreme court now i think it was the president in 2016 it was not donald john trump so in may 2016 yeah. guess who the supreme court was it was none of donald trump's nominations the united states supreme court in first time in history clarified these three things they clarified that military courts are separate from civil courts which means laws they clarified the president and commander-in-chief are two separate roles, two separate duties. Two Say that again. Roles. Say that again. That's vital. What, did, what was the declaration of the Supreme Court there about the two different offices? So the, the Supreme Court clarified three major points. They clarified this. This is bipartisan, ladies and gentlemen. It was passed bipartisan. All right. They clarified that military courts and laws are separate from civil courts and laws. They clarified that president, the presidential role, president of the people, president of the Constitution, is separate from the commander-in-chief, the commander-in-chief of the military, the commander-in-chief of the law war manual. Then they clarified that the commander-in-chief is separate from the federal government. So in layman's terms, but also in-depth terms, however you want to look at it, they separated Article 2 from the Constitution from Article 3 of the Constitution. So, so you had command, you had a, a commander-in-chief and you had what would equivalent be the equivalent of a, of a chief executive officer uh, that was, so you, t- was tied so to the federal and the, and, and the uh, commander-in-chief is tied to the military. Is that what you're saying? Well, the commander-in-chief is a strictly a military role. And the Constitution says that in Article 2, that the president is the commander-in-chief of the military. And through the years, it's been debated, were those separate or those both the same role? And the Supreme Court in May 2016 wrote the Military Justice Act of 2016. Now, it was passed, bipartisan passed, December 23rd, 2016, for the 2017 National Defense Authorization Act, which is the defense budget. 
which was Donald Trump's $770 billion defense budget. Okay. So that right there is something to hang on to. All right. Now I'm going to show you how Donald Trump is your commander in chief. We don't even have to really go over all the other stuff except for one little thing from December from, well, from that December 23rd, he's already nominated. He's already been elected president. He's a president elect. All right. January 17th is the other key date. And they, they use a lot of mirror dates. What happened January 17th, 1961, Eisenhower speech. Well, on January 17th, 2017, this thing called a federal continuity directive one was issued, passed, if you will, bipartisan. Now it's all bipartisan. It's all current and bipartisan. The federal continuity directive one shows how all three branches of government that 75% of Americans cannot name just the three branches of government, executive, legislative, judicial. All right. This directive shows how all three branches of government are under a presidential policy directive that keeps them performing their national essential functions, NES, meaning what is precedent? What is priority for Congress, the courts, and the executive branch was the president, the vice president, and the cabinet to perform their national essential functions? And when you, say, when you say national functions, are you talking about the national federal functions or the national uh, commander-in-chief functions? It'd be both, military okay. and federal. Okay. Correct. And those outline that. The operational dates of that one is 2018 to 2022. Then Donald Trump was elected. Here's, here's where your optics come in from military and federal. But Jan- January 20, 2017, Donald Trump had two military officers standing to his left and right. They had headbands on. Those headbands were military intelligence and judge advocate generals. Who collects the intel in the military? Military intelligence. Who judges crimes of the military? Judge advocate generals. JAG. Okay, so those were optics. He also had a very famous speech that day. He said, we're taking the power out of D.C. and giving it back to you, the people. Okay, so what he's saying there, you're taking the power out of the federal, quote-unquote, government and putting it into the power of the people under military supervision. Would that be an accurate uh, paraphrase? Well, correct, and and temporarily. And here's how. Here's how. There's two powers in the United States of America, federal government and the military. And the Military Justice Act just clarified that those are separate in 2016. For the first time in history, we have something on paper that clarifies this. All right. So when the federal government's under a continuity of government, which is what a federal continuity directive shows, is a, they don't call it a continuity of government anymore. They call it a continuity of operational plan, which is the same thing. All right. But it's an old school term, continuity government. When the federal government's under a continuity of government, the Constitution is no longer in use temporarily. That's why there's a lot of optics out there that showed the media saying, Donald Trump, are you saying that you you would terminate the Constitution? See, they're giving you optics. That's what they call an optic and a con. All right. They're showing you without showing you. Because who had ever heard that terminology before? Sure. Nobody. And they're, and they're using it as a, as, a, as a negative. They're using it as, see what a villain you are. You're taking us away from uh, you're but taking. Isn't that right? But people love drama and people love negativity, so it'll get them to, most of the time it'll get up the research, right? Sometimes, not all of them, but it'll it'll start it'll start getting into the minds of people. Like, why are they saying that? I've never heard this before. Why are they talking about this? Sometimes it'll jog the minds, and that's how you start waking up the public, the general public. So there's that, the continuity of government, and then so January twentieth, 
So the, there's two powers, the federal, the federal government. Well, the Constitution's on a pause. When that happens, the law war manual, which is a Department of Defense's constitution, if you will, in layman's terms, it's not that. It's not called that, but for layman's terms, the law war manual steps up to the plate, and we're under a military occupancy. And I'm bringing in Israel really quick, bringing in Israel really quick, Joe Biden, quote-unquote, yesterday, even though I'm going to show the people how he ain't even real, but Joe Biden yesterday— Well, yesterday, his- this is pre-recorded, so on a few days ago, for those who are listening on Saturday. A few days ago, Joe Biden said that Israel's democracies and, and the United States are more stronger and more secure when we operate under— the rule of law. And then he goes, the law of war. Okay. He, that's a, that's a direct calm right there. That's a, and he goes, it matters. There's a difference. Of course there is. Thank you for saying that, sir. You just validated me right now. <laughs> so, so he real. was saying, he was saying it's under the, uh, the, uh, military derivative Occupy. rather than the federal government derivative. This is what he was saying. And so basically he was denying his own chief executive officer position and handing the baton over to the military in a, in a, in a way. We've only got we've only got about 45 seconds or so. Uh, no, he, he's not acting in that spot. That's a calm for everybody. But the law of war manual is the military occupancy. It outlines the military occupancy, military <laughs> occupation. So, my listening friend, we've only got about 40 seconds left to go before the, this segment ends. And once I found out, found this out about Derek, once you hand the baton to him, you need to get ready to jump into his flowing stream and stop the stream midstream. So right now it's about time for us to get out of this into a commercial break and then come back because I'll tell you, my friends, I hope you're paying close attention. Once again, the greatest show on earth, rumble.com. We'll tell you more about that. It's about time for us to take a break. And yes, Jim Barfield and Derek Johnson and I are here, and we will be right back. This is Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. I'll tell the world. Come Together San Diego with Kaz Taylor on K-Praise. Hello, my friends. Welcome to the second hour of Come Together San Diego. And this has not been just a normal uh, broadcast for Come Together San Diego. You know, I always try to bring in remarkable guests who have insights that perhaps you haven't heard of or thought of as well. You know, and there's a scripture that came to mind. It says, I has not seen, neither ear heard the things that God has in store for those who love him. Now, my friend, not only from a biblical standpoint, God wants to reveal his truths, but also a governmental standpoint. And in the United States of America, where we have the Constitution and the Declaration of Independence, I, let me apply that scripture there, too, that I has not seen, neither ear heard the things that God has in store for those who love him and embrace their nation called the United States of America. That was a Kaz addition to the scripture, and I know that you'll bear with me on that. But my listening friend, we're getting into things that you have not even thought about as far as our nation and these things, uh, the division of the 
federal from the military and what that means to us. You know, sometimes John Trump says you have no idea of the good things that are coming your way soon, but all the swampy things have to be taken advantage of and taken declared and dealt with before those things can happen. We're in those times right now, and a person that can help us navigate that is Derek Johnson. So uh, Jim Barfield is also a co-host, but he doesn't have much time to talk because Derek Johnson's got the whole banana, and we're just the peel. <laughs> we're, we're just the peel of ban- the banana. But I, uh, Jim, right. Jim, Jim Barfield with Copper Squirrel Project and a military, a former military leader and patriot and Bible researcher, uh, to give us a real quick overview, and then I'm going to hand the baton back to the fire hydrant himself. <laughs> oh, my pleasure. It, listening to Derek is like drinking from a fire hydrant, exactly. but it's good water. It's the best water you can get. <laughs> and listen, guys, I, I literally told these guys I, I wanted to take as little time as possible so we can listen to Derek. I, you've heard me many times on here. I know the format of the show. Derek just barely gets going good, and he's in on his roll, and, and then we have to slow him down, or Derek, uh, he has to slow down uh, to get on with the uh, the, the segments that the commercial uh, breaks. Yes, my fourth mm-hmm. commercial. Thank you, Kirsch commercial breaks. So it doesn't offend me at all. I love it, and Derek. Take it away, buddy. Oh, there you go. There's your introduction, Derek. By the way, one more time, my listening friend, find out more about this. Rumble.com. Put in the greatest show on earth. That's based on the work of Derek Johnson and all of the things that he's quoting, the military in, uh, information and the uh, governmental information. It's Many of the things are there for you to actually read literally. So, Derek Johnson, continue your foray into the wild times. And well, so you you have your two powers. We were just talking about your two powers of government, which is federal federal government, and then have your military. They're separate. Military Justice Act clearly defines that now. Our right, Supreme Court bipartisan pass. So your federal continuity directive one was issued June uh, January seventeenth, twenty seventeen. The operational dates of it are in the Federal Register as twenty eighteen to twenty twenty two. And all pun intended, after Donald Trump's inauguration, then. The second one came out, FCD2, was June 13th, 2017. So that's a continuity in itself, all pun intended, and that's where we're going to have a little joke there. But that shows continuity. So if Donald Trump, if you believe he was president, which you visually saw, then you have to believe this, that he was in full charge of, of his government. He's in full charge of the economy. He's in full charge of the military. Don't you believe that if a cog, a continuity government, these issues – were issued were bad, he would stop it? Absolutely. And on the front page of these, when you go to FCD 1 and 2, the front page, Department of Homeland Security, Federal Emergency Management Agency, FEMA. All right, so you got to forget about what all you think he knew about certain departments and things. Donald John Trump, you have to listen to everything he says. Everything he has said has come true. Everything he said pre-presidency has come true and has happened. Everything he said he do has he has done. Okay, so you got to listen to every little thing he says. He said the Department of Defense, the DOD, the DOJ, the the DIA, and all these other organizations, FBI, CIA. He didn't say they were bad. He said the the leadership of those have been corrupt. Oh my! So organizations don't make organizations bad. People do. Okay, so people make things evil. All right, the Bible even says what God meant for good, man will make evil. Oh my! But you can also flip that around. So. When you look at the continuity of government, all right, that's outlined. There's been six issues under those two. All right, now the operational dates of FCD2 were 2020 to 2024, so there's a little overlap there. The first one 
has two chapters in it that are very keynote, devolution and reconstitution. And that's a whole other segment in itself, but devolution and reconstitution. All right, so how many people have heard of devolution? How many people have heard of reconstitution? Why are they talking about that today? Okay, so then SIN put out since those two umbrella, FCD1, FCD2. There's been six issues. April 2023 issue, the April 2023 issue, the most recent law inside of it, if Joe Biden was president, all right, and we're under a continuity government, which are all outlined on .gov sites, federal continuity directives, all right, if Joe Biden was president, how come in two and a half years he has no law inside of any of these continuity directives? Because the most recent law in the reference portion of April 2023's issue was December the 7th, 2020, which is Donald Trump's Federal Resilience Act, okay, of 2020. So if Joe Biden was president, why doesn't he have a law or a sniffle or a sneeze or anything in any of these continuity of government issues? All right, now move forward real fast. This is how Donald Trump is your legal commander-in-chief. This is where the military side comes in, and you don't have to be a veteran to know military, but you got to listen to the veterans who know what the law and how the military operates. In 1941, the First and Second War Powers Act was amended in 1973, 50 years ago. The War Powers Resolution Act of 1973. Now, when you get at a barbecue on Labor Day or Memorial Day or Veterans Day, you'll hear someone say that the Congress is the only one who can declare the war. That's false. In 1973, the War Powers Resolution Act amended that. The president can declare war via national emergencies, all right, and then the Congress can too or both together. All right, that is 50 U.S. Code section. Uh, you have uh, 15, let's see, 1550. There's one right before it, 1541. But anyway, it's 50 U.S. Code is where you go start looking. That's the War and National Defense, the whole book of War and National Defense. In so, section, so hang, hang on. So you're sorry. saying the only time that a quote-unquote president or the Congress can declare war is under a national emergency. Is that what you're saying? That's the way it's supposed to be. Supposed now, to there's be. been multiple there's been multiple presidents who have violated that through the years, which is what they're exposing. When Donald Trump says if they're gonna investigate me, they gotta investigate every president before me immediately, it's because every one of the presidents before him have violated all the actual laws on paper. See, that's why it matters. Paper, on paper, they read perfect, but what are they doing behind the scenes? Yes. Well, people don't know that because people don't know the terminology and people don't know the legislation. That's where we, the people, have failed, and that's why we, the veterans, and the, the we, the patriots that are awake, are trying to tell people, hey, this is what legislation shows. This is what it means, and look at all these people who have perpetrated it and violated it through the years. Wow. So, Real fast, the War Powers Resolution Act, Section 1550. In the executive documents, if you're an accountant out there, if you're in the financial services, you'll this won't make any sense to you, especially if you know how budgets work in the U.S. In the bottom of that, executive documents, under the Section 1550, it specifically says for the fiscal year of 2020, but there's a memorandum from July 19, 2021 by Joe Biden. What is a memorandum in 2021 doing in the fiscal year of 2020? That makes no sense, except for a continuity government. Because if you don't have Biden's name on anything, then you already have your answer. People would go, wait, how come there's nothing with Biden's name anywhere? So see, if people would just flip that equation, then it makes sense. But then you go, a memorandum from 2021, midway through 2021. 
almost to 2022, saying this. I hereby authorize the Secretary of Defense the authority and functions vested in the president of Section 1550, the use of military force and support partner, support partner forces. Well, you got to scroll up to 1550 and look at the date of it. You scroll up there and it says 180 days after December the 20th, 2019. Who was wow. the president December the 20th, 2019? Wow. Donald Trump. Yes. The Secretary of Defense is second in power to the commander in chief. So we've got about a minute left in this this uh, segment. I, I apologize for doing this. I know you just get rolling, as Jim oh, Barfield said. So so I'm gonna. We need to pull the reins just temporarily here. But my friend, I want during the break. I want you to be asking this question: How in the world could Donald John Trump's uh, declarations uh, that he's put together? How how can that be approved by Joe Biden? Well, there's some answers to that question that are going to uh, rattle your cage. We're going to talk more about that uh, in, in the next segments. But uh, I appreciate Derek Johnson, especially because he allows me to, to stop down the fire hydrant just for a moment to take uh, a commercial break. But my listening friend, we have big things in store for us. And you're going to discover that what you think you understand, I has not seen neither ear heard the things that God has in store for those who love him. That's what's happening in the United States of America right now. You've got to get an understanding about the bigger picture because you're going to be amazed because of all the things that are going on right now. And they are things that are uh, of biblical proportions, oh yes, but also of constitution and constitutional proportion as well. And they are obedient to the constitution, but maybe not what we thought we knew about the Constitution. We'll talk more about that and so much more when we come right back. More Come Together San Diego with Cass Taylor is next on K-Praise. Come Together San Diego with Cass Taylor on K-Praise. Welcome back, my friends. Come Together San Diego. You will not have heard a show like this on Come Together San Diego ever because we're digging into some ground that perhaps, uh, you know, we may be Bible students and things like that, but actually coalescing this into God's plans for this nation and the nation of Israel, it boggles your mind. And the things we thought we knew, remember I talked to you about eye has not seen, neither ear heard, the things that God has in store for those who love him. This is kind of that from a from a, 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 a national point of view. The things that you're hearing and listening to now really have real depth, and we didn't even know they existed maybe until this very broadcast. And Derek Johnson is with me. He's a, a a remarkable man, a government and military researcher, Christian, a Bible enthusiast, and, and a musician as well. And so a lot of the things that he's sharing, we're scratching our head and said, we've never heard of this. Well, that's probably a good definition to confirm that maybe it is a God thing, and we need to know more about it. Derek Johnson is with me. Also, Jim Barfield, the director of the Copper Scroll Project, um, and he's also a fire and fraud investigator and he has he's very familiar with some of the military related things that that uh, Derek is going to be jumping into as well. Forgive me for taking this time to set the stage here again here Derek, but I'm going to hand the baton to you. You have an understanding and a stream of conscience about where you've gone. One of the statements you made in the last segment was how even quote unquote Biden is approving some of the things that were mandated through Donald Trump and his administration. 
uh, handing the baton back to you, Derek. My listening friend, pay close attention. By the way, I want to give you this website again. Go to rumble.com and, and put in your search engine, The Greatest Show on Earth. That is a documentary of about 70 minutes in length based on the work of Derek Johnson that will help you see, understand greater what Derek is talking about. Derek Johnson, lay it on us, man. Well, first off, I think we need to jump back really quick. The military occupancy means military is in full control. So this is that the military occupancy is your umbrella. Your continuity government is your umbrella. And then all these that I'm talking about fall under that umbrella. So that's the military occupancy means that, you know, what you think you're seeing, that's where devolution comes in. Devolution is a distraction on the front. We distract the average people on the front and the good guys back in. All right, and I have more stuff that shows that, but we're just surface talking okay. right so, now in different ways. So devolution is the act, basically the act of the military uh, taking over, but it's not taking over to just, just you know, change the, the intent of the Constitution and things like that. In fact, it's no. coming becoming involved to maybe more accentuate and bring truth to what the Constitution and the Declaration of Independence have to say. So devolution, while people may identify that as a negative thing, what it is is handing temporarily handing it uh, to the military to set the stage for uh, the, the true purpose of the Constitution and the Declaration of Independence. So is that, is that, is that accurate? And I'll hand it back to you. If people want what they've been witnessing for the last at least 60 years, all of us living, if we want this cleaned out, this is a good thing. It's a good thing. I'm telling you as a military, it's a good thing. Nothing to fear. It's a temporary fix with the military stepping in, but not boots on the ground. It was never going to be where you visually see the military kicking indoors and all that. They did declare war on trafficking. Donald Trump declared war on trafficking, and they've been cleaning out tunnels, and most people would never dream all the tunnel systems in the U.S. And that's a, a different nosedive, but a military occupancy <laughs> is not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing. So getting back to why terminologies matter, getting back to the War Powers Resolution Act, in that clause of the executive documents by, quote-unquote, Joe Biden, and you'll see in a minute why I call it, quote-unquote, he's not real. He's an actor. He's a World War II history repeat, and I'll show you how. But in that clause, it says, I hereby delegate the Secretary of Defense the authority and functions. All right, authority has to have an author, okay? And functions means everything. It means the operation. It means the missions. It means every order in those entities, the foundational order, and as well as all the orders under those orders. That's how military works is a chain of command from the top down with orders, okay? So here's Joe Biden. All right, we're going to we're going to use Kaz and we're going to use Mr. Jim here. Mr. Kaz, Mr. Jim, we're going to say Mr. Jim. <laughs> Since Mr. Jim's been so quiet, we're going to make him Donald Trump and and Mr. Kaz over here, we're going to make him the Secretary of Defense and I'll be the bad guy cuz I'm talking so much. I'll be Joe Biden. <laughs> Why would I Joe Biden delegate the authority and functions vested in the Jim to the Kaz? That makes no sense whatsoever, especially when you know the Secretary of Defense's position is a military position. It's not not a federal government position. It's a military position. He is appointed by the president, the Secretary of Defense. All right. So why would Joe Biden give the Secretary of Defense the authority and functions vested by the Donald Trump? Because that's what Section 1550 is. It shows December the 20th, 2019. Now, let me show the importance of that date. Five things happened that day, December the 20th, 2019. Well, one, the War Powers Resolution Act put that clause in. 
to the Uniform Code of Military Justice, which is military law, was updated first time in history on that day with new laws. Also, the court's martial handbook was reissued with new laws on December 20th. And then also you had the Defense Production Act was also updated that day. And also the United States Space Force was established. All those things happened on December the 20th, 2019. Now, in that clause, I got to go fast because I want to get this in. But in that clause, it says the first 180 days after December the 20th, 2019, and every 180 days thereafter. And then it says that the president is to report to the defense committees the use of military force and support partner forces and the preceding 180 days. So they went ahead and put it on there. He's got to do it after and before. So the double right there is showing the people that every 180 days there's going to be a report use of military force and support partner forces by the Donald John Trump because he's the one that declared that. Now, because the Military Justice Act separated the commander-in-chief from the federal government, when Donald Trump did that, that was a direct order. That's a direct order from the commander-in-chief position. Now, in that first 180 days, 180 days plus December 20, 2019 is June 17, 2020. In that first 180 days, ladies and gentlemen, Donald John Trump became a wartime president by definition. In March 2020, on March the 2nd, 2020, the Defense Production Act was amended and extended to September the 30th, 2025. That means for everything that, that shows in the media that Joe Biden, if you went to Google right now and typed in Joe Biden Defense Production Act, it would tell you he's invoked that eight times. He has not. You go over to 50 U.S. Code Chapter 55, which is the actual Defense Production Act on the .gov site, his name's in there twice. Guess what those two things are? A Donald Trump act that he had signed and passed and the baby formula shortage, which it said the Secretary of Defense approved that mission. All right, let me show you where the Secretary of Defense has equal authority as the president now. Because 25 days later, after the March 13th proclamation that Donald Trump made, on March 27th, ladies and gentlemen, Donald John Trump became a wartime president by definition when he federalized one million reserve components to act to duty. The only person who can federalize the National Guard and reserve to act to duty is the president of the United States of America. That is 10 U.S. Code 12302, 12304, and 12406. All right. That is a direct military order by the Military Justice Act that separates that. That's a direct order. Hey, and then he put it in a federal order, Executive Order 13912 and Executive Order 13919. Both those orders, 13912 is in 10 U.S. Code 12302, and 13919 is in 10 U.S. Code 12304. Every veteran that's listening, you raise your right hand to 10 U.S. Code Section 502 and 10 U.S. Code Section 12301 if you're a commission officer. So you can't have one without the other. You can't say, I believe this or I don't believe this, because guess what? Same Title 10. All right. He federalized one million troops. On the order of 13919, he, he directed, he didn't authorize, he directed the Secretary of Defense equal authority as himself to federalize reserve components. Oh, my. Now, so, I'm sorry about this. We've got less than 90 seconds in this segment. So you have, I mean, in, 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 in joust, you identified me as the Secretary of Defense, and you identified Jim Barfield as the 
designate being for Donald J. Trump. But what you're saying now, I being the assigned secretary of defense for this analogy, um, I have uh, I'm over the DOD Department of Defense, but the Department of Defense under my sanction would mean that uh, I have a level of control uh, because of the executive orders and also uh, uh, what do I want to say? The, the, the War Powers Resolution Act, which yes, is where the president for. Oh, okay, so so the the point of the matter is the things that are going on right now. The DOD is under the Donald J. Trump, and also Space Force is under Donald Trump. That uh, adds a lot more power to not only what he can do, but the things that he knows right now and how that's going to impact us in the immediate future. We're going to talk more about those things, and I, I know that uh, you're a bit frustrated because of the format of this show, Derek, and I'm sorry about that. But we just need to do that. And Jim Barfield is giggling away because he, he's got, <laughs> got some further knowledge about this, and he, he's being very patient about this as well. My listening friend, this is deep, deep stuff, and I want you to pay close attention to it, but you're going to understand more about it by going to the greatest show on earth. On now Rumble. back to com Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise with Kaz Taylor. Things. You need to really buckle up or maybe welcome back, my friends. Come Together San Diego, we are at the point of the last low two segments on this two-hour broadcast. And I don't this know how is Come so Together San Diego, uh, the live local show on K-Praise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. From Jim Barfield of the uh, Copper Scroll Project as well. So uh, we're having fun, but we're also forcing you to think beyond your present brain dominion (laughs) because we're hearing things that perhaps we've never heard before uh, in context that we've never heard before. And I'm going to have Derek Johnson continue his, he calls them rants, but they're much more than rants. They're great uh, insights. So Derek Johnson, uh, have your way with us, and uh, we may stop down periodically so Kaz can try to interpret what you've said for we laymen and women. Lay it on us, Derek Johnson. Well, so in March 2020 is when Donald Trump became a wartime president, and the media told you. So the media kept – you have to always ask yourself, why is the media asking these things that I've never heard of? Most people have never heard of a wartime president. Most people don't know World War II history. So you have to always say, why are they bringing this topic up all of a sudden out of nowhere? Why is it important to me? That's something I've never heard of. So March 2020, that whole month, the mainstream media articles, if you go to Google right now, type in March 2020, Donald John Trump, all the mainstream articles ask him, "Was he? A, are you a wartime president? Why are they asking him that? Okay, so that's what they call an optic. In the military, we have these things called optics, which are visuals. They're showing you without telling you. Then there's comms, what we call comms, kind of like a decode, meaning like it's a hidden meaning. And if you don't know the terminology and all those acronyms, especially the acronyms of the military and things of that nature, then it's going to fly right over the average person's head on purpose, which is a devolution in a different way. But if you want to know, it's all in public information, publicly available, .gov, .mil sites of how our legislation works, but also how the military works. And Donald Trump did tell you that you were never going to know the missions, but you can know the operation. All right. So March 2020, the mainstream media. So the mainstream media are under people say, well, why would it look like this? Why would Donald Trump destroy our country, our economy? And da, 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 da. he tells you all the time that we have to default anyways. There's a lot of stuff that's got to happen that's going to cleanse out what, what you thought you knew, which most people don't. No offense. But the mainstream media are under a wartime code. 
It's actually titled War Powers of the Presidents, 47 United States Code 606. So the mainstream media are under a wartime code under this military occupancy. Yes, and, right. and, the, and the ulterior motive behind that is a phraseology that you will understand because you've heard it before. Drain the swamp. Drain the swamp. So that's that's verbiage that you can understand. This is the how-to on the drain the swamp, Derek. (laughs) And everybody's watching the swamp being drained. And and that wasn't a pep rally speech. That wasn't some rah-rah speech. My dad always says, coaches in a locker room on a Saturday on college football, that rah-rah speech don't mean crap if they didn't practice all week to the rah-rah Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Ooh. Friday. That on Saturday <laughs> don't do nothing if you didn't prepare for what's about to take place. So a lot of people are starting to see, you're going to see the military side, and Donald Trump tells you you're going to be happy. This is for everybody. This is not a party affiliation thing. This is for humanity. All right, so then – Joe Biden, for all the people out there who are still going, oh, I don't know if I believe this. Or not. First off, it's all on .gov.mil sites, publicly available. This is not my opinion. This is what they've given to us for those of us that know where to find it. If you don't believe it, then let me help you a little further. Joe Biden, quote, unquote, has Donald Trump put 11 executive orders out in, in writing. He had a verbal uh, national emergency, but he has 11 executive orders with national emergencies. Joe Biden has extended all 11 for two years in a row. One, he just extended a third year, which violates the 50 U.S. Code 1621 clause of a two-year. Yep, and how could, the re- how, how could the quote-unquote real uh, Joe Biden do that, question mark? Passing it back to you, dude. Well, it, it, would, it, wouldn't even, it wouldn't even make sense. There's three of them, especially orders that don't even make sense. If Joe Biden was real and he was really president, it makes no sense why he would extend a national emergency for an election interference. That's one of the orders. The other one is the human rights abuse, which President Trump was recently speaking on an interview about the quote-unquote indictment of Hunter Biden. He said there's only one charge. It was the gun charge. All the other 11 charges had his dad involved. So, see, they're showing you optics without it. So, fast forward. Let's get into this. This is, the, this is the cherry on top for people. Once you start reading this and you go put all those pieces together, here's your cherry on top that shows you what is taking place. Joe Biden is not real. And this has nothing to do with party affiliation, religious affiliation, or sexual orientation, or anything of that nature. Mr. Jim and I know this very well. All right. The very <laughs> reason why the uniform, the uniform in the military is sacred is not because it's a lineage. It's not because it's a heritage. It's not because my dad wore it, my grandpa wore it, my great-grandfather wore it. It's not because of that, ultimately. It's because men and women who have fought and died in that uniform, that uniform is sacred for all of the memorial graves across this land that took the same oath that Mr. Jim and I did, but we didn't have to take the fall. That old soul, some gave all, but all gave some. Same thing. All right, that's why the uniform is sacred, especially the combat uniform versus the dress uniform. All right, so customs, military customs are not party-affiliated, not sexual-oriented, or also religious. When Mr. Jim and I die, depending on our ranks, we will receive a 21-gun salute if we were honorably retired or honorably discharged. Everyone is qualified for it. All right, so when you go over to Arlington National Cemetery.mil and you go over to Air Force Honor Guard.mil, if you go to those sites, and you look up a 21-gun salute, 
I love the one on the Air Force Honor Guard. I love the terminology, especially people who love grammar and punctuation. It says commonly, comma, but incorrectly, the three-volley salute is not a 21-gun salute. So a lot of people think that a three-volley salute is a 21-gun salute. So when you well, hang on, let me define what you're saying. The, the, the three-volley the salute, you're talking about the inaugurational uh, the, the, the yeah, salutes were happening during during around the inauguration time frame uh, that was supposed well, to correct. install or instill uh, Biden. You're talking about that. Well, I was just going to paint a picture first of what a 21 gun salute is. That way people know yes. without bringing up Biden and, and Trump first is a 21 gun salute is, is four cannons, 21 guns, five second intervals where it confuses everybody is most people have seen a military funeral of their dad or their uncle, which is a rifle at a cemetery, total different than a president, a vice president, and a general and a colonel. They qualify. Okay, so four cannons, 21 guns. The 21 guns means shots fired, rounds fired, with five-second intervals. That is a 21-gun salute by definition. All right, so on January 20, 2021, the only four cannons, 21 guns, Five-second intervals that were shown were at Joint Base Andrews with Donald John Trump when he walked off on a red carpet rollout off of Marine One. This is how particular the military is, ladies and gentlemen. This is how particular, this is how precise we are, this is how disciplined we are. Four ruffles, four of those. On the fourth ruffle, the 21-gun salute cannons are supposed to start firing simultaneous commander-in-chief starts playing by the military band. That happened with Donald John Trump. On January the 20th, 2021, by definition, Donald John Trump received a full grade 21 gun salute constitutional inauguration. <laughs> this is this is when people thought he was leaving office, isn't it? They thought he was leaving. <laughs> then you go then you go over to the other side of things, and Mr. Jim and I, anybody who was watching that day, but especially us, all the uniforms were jacked up. They wasn't no matching uniforms. A lot of a lot of soldiers have what they call their covers off, which is a no-no. Anytime you're outside in the military, you have a cover on unless you're in some kind of designated, uh, like the Air Force. Sometimes they don't have to wear covers when they're on the tarmac and certain things of yes. that nature. But other than that, all the uniforms were jacked up. They were wearing a, a Marine Corps on CBS News. Sergeant was misspelled first off, <laughs> and then dude, he's wearing battle dress uniform. Okay, Marine Corps, I, I need. I hang on. I need to stop you down, my listening friend. This is what the uh, news called the inauguration of uh, Joe Biden. This is what they called the inauguration and a 21 gun salute. It was not a 21 gun salute. It was something else. Now pay close attention to what Derek is ha- having to say. Sorry, Derek. We got about 90 okay. seconds in this segment, so. Marine Corps guys wearing BDU, and it's a battle dress. They haven't worn B- BDU since 2005. So when you look over, it had a split screen, White House, and Arlington National Cemetery. The soldiers were standing around. They did not perform any kind of ceremony. Joe Biden was not president for that, first off. Three cannons, 21 guns, nine-second intervals. Ladies and gentlemen, by definition, that is a military funeral service. Wow. So you're saying that what, what, what the people were thought they were seeing was inauguration, but it was a funeral service tied to Joe Biden. Is that's what you're saying? That's correct. When you go to Arlington National Cemetery dot mill, it says the three volley salute is not to be confused with the 21 gun salute. The three volley <laughs> salute is a military funeral service. If you go to Air Force Honor Guard dot mill, it says commonly, but in 30 seconds, brother. Sorry about that. 
commonly but incorrectly thought of as a 21-gun salute. It is not. The three-volley salute is a military funeral service. And on January 20, 2021, Joe Biden had three cannons, okay. nine-second intervals. A military funeral service. It's about time for us to take a break. I know you can't wait to come back. We're going to talk more about this when we finalize this show on Come Together San Diego. I love having Derek Johnson and Jim Barfield with me. Be right back. This is Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. Now, more of Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise. Here's Kaz Taylor. Welcome back. Can you believe it's the last segment of Come Together San Diego, the the close of the two-hour broadcast, and we're talking about things that are absolutely amazing, especially with the phraseology of going to clean the swamp, clean the swamp, clean the swamp. You've heard that under Donald J. Trump's speeches and so forth, but what does it mean, the depth of cleaning the swamp? It has to take a lot of people out. We're talking right now about uh, um, Joe Biden or quasi Joe Biden, and uh, interesting conversation to close the entire broadcast. Jim Barfield and uh, Derek Johnson are, are, have similar insights from a military standpoint. Um, both uh, have been in formal military and government and military research tied to that, and also Christian insights. I'm going to have Jim Barfield, who is the director of the Copper Scroll Project and so much more, give a real overview from his military point of view, and then we're going to hand the baton to Derek Johnson to close this thing. James Barfield. Yes, sir. Well, let me tell you this. Uh, I, I did know that there was an operation going on. To what level? I had no clue. But I knew that something was up. I could tell by the things that I was reading and understanding. But when I really recognized it was as at the inauguration, the so-called inauguration of Joe Biden, they, my wife even could say it. She was, she was a military wife. She was with me when I was a TAC officer at Fort Rucker, Alabama. And we had to keep our uniforms, everything squared away perfectly. You guys know the drill. Certainly Derek does. Whenever I saw the the inauguration began, my wife even looked at me and she said, Jimmy, what is going on? Look at their uniforms. (laughs) And I said, I I know. I I said, this is is crazy. And then it's whenever it really started clicking that there's no way, no way a military unit would, would show up to an inauguration looking like a bunch of dirt bags. Oh it's just not going to happen. So then as I, as I got into it further, I looked into it further and I watched the, the, uh, I watched the salute, so-called, so-called salute. And the intervals were not right for what I, from what I remembered 46 years later. And I thought, Oh my gosh, where are they getting these, getting these guys from? They're not, they're not military because no military would dress that way, act that way, and perform that way. So I was really shocked by all of it, and then I, I, I dug into it. But I really didn't understand it, and this was a couple of years later until I happened to stumble onto this guy, Derek Johnson. <laughs> he was sitting in a car in the middle of nowhere doing a, doing a uh, what he uh, referred to as a rant, and it was a beautiful rant, let me tell you. 
And I said, okay, now I'm going to learn about what's happened. So I'm going to turn it back over to you guys and let let it go from there. Now we are going to learn, as with Jim, what happened. And here's Derek Johnson. Derek, lay it on us, and I'll have to keep you apprised. This is the last segment of the show, so I'm going to have to keep you apprised because I've got a hard break at the very end. Anyway, Derek Johnson. Well, it just goes back to, once again, if you believe in the military, you support the military. You, you got to listen to military veterans who know military laws, military orders, customs, regulations, and that nature, because military is separate from the federal government. It always has been. Um, and, you know, could the military step in years ago, different times, maybe, but we, we don't worry about that. We're where we are right now. This is what's happening. Laws and orders show it. Uh, actions show it. Military aircraft in the sky daily. Um, I mean, we have Hungary, Belgium, uh, Canada, Mexico, um, Poland, Norway, Sweden, Algeria, Nigeria, all these different, pl- I mean, daily in the U.S. Ladies and gentlemen, that's not how uh, airspace works with the military. It's a world operation. Uh, the legislation shows it, current bipartisan legislation. This is not a one-sided affair, ladies and gentlemen. Now, the devolution, everything you see on TV is, is made that way. But Donald John Trump showed you, he's told you, it's central casting, central casting, central casting, central <laughs> casting. You Google central casting. The first thing that pops up, centralcasting.com, the leading background actor agency in the United States of America. All right, he says central casting all the time. Then, too, Biden is a World War II history repeat. He's a Commonwealth Act number 671. You can, that's on a gazette.gov. You're talking, about, you're talking about the actor. He's an actor, and here, here's how. So World War II, as president, look at the, he said different war, same scenario in March 2020. March 2020 had all your comms for World War II and what Joe Biden is. Joe Biden is a World War II history repeat, Commonwealth Act number 671. That was when FDR, Franklin D. Roosevelt, the U.S., they put a puppet in for the Philippines. And everybody in the whole world thought that that was the president of the Philippines. The actual president was in exile. He had full control of his military. It was revealed after the war. Okay, so then... Biden, Joe Biden, has never uttered, stuttered, stammered, or anything to that nature, the two words Space Force. Ladies and gentlemen, the Space Force is a sixth branch of military. If Joe Biden was the commander-in-chief, how come he has never once said the word Space Force out of his mouth? (laughs) Okay. Also, Space Force, the United States Army, the first branch, and also the Navy transfers all communications all communications, not just a, a certain entity, and we have a TAC officer here. He can uh, can also go into more communications, how many levels of communications are. The Army and the Navy transfers all communications to the Space Force, August 2022 and December 2022. All right, ladies and gentlemen, the Army also transferred all ground missile warning systems to the Space Force. Who is the founder of the Space Force? Donald John Trump. What happened on December the 20, 2019? Space Force was established, the War Powers Resolution Act. That shows that Donald John Trump is your commander-in-chief, all right? And then the Israel thing really quick, get back into that. I was asked to hop into that really quick to show you that. If you go look, and I have it pulled up here where I just posted it, where I can read it word for word. Lloyd Austin is the quote-unquote central casting direct uh, secretary of defense. Donald Trump calls all those on TV central casting TV generals, okay? Listen to this terminology. Today, in response to this Hamas attack on Israel— And following detailed discussions with President Biden, I have directed several steps to strengthen the Department of Defense posture in the region to bolster regional deterrence efforts. I have directed the movement of the USS Gerald Ford 
carrier strike group in the eastern Mediterranean. Is the I referring to Donald Trump? The I reference is referring to Lloyd Austin, who is what people think of as Secretary of Defense. I see. How, where you tie that in is you go back to where Donald Trump gave the Secretary of Defense equal authority to federalize reserve components. Now, when he tells you that these are TV generals and TV actors and all that, you got to see that that is it's kind of a it's that's your devolution, but there's a real Secretary of Defense behind the scenes acting ah. because this this is the legislation. But what you're seeing in front of you is completely separate. And the USS Gerald Ford was already in the Mediterranean once again. So you got to be you can't be what I call a dime store politician. You can't pick this up one day, put it down the next. You have to know the origin and start with the origin and work your way to right now. But military is the way to go because we work on orders, laws and orders and customs and regulations. And it matters because people live and die in that uniform. And so the orders are there. The laws are there. The, the optics are there. The comms are there. You just got to know the terminology and, and then you'll be able to see what you're looking at. Kind of like that saying, you can't see the forest for the trees. <laughs> My, we're coming down to the last two minutes pretty soon. Uh, I, I, I want you to have a de- de- declarative statement, uh, Derek Johnson, and then we'll close the, the showdown. But my listening friends, I want you to be aware that this man needs your prayer. Derek Johnson is a man who's put himself right in the thick of things right here. And you better believe that the things he's sharing, a lot of people don't want him to share. So you need to ask God's intervention on his behalf and uh, empower him in many, many, many ways. Take about, I'm sorry about this, Derek, but about 30 seconds, and then I'm going to have to close the show. Well, I mean, and you know, it's all, it's all publicly posted legislation, current bipartisan legislation. There's nothing that I have shown people that they have not shown you already. I'm just taking it and I've condensed all the stuff that the economy stuff over here. I've shown the military blueprint of what's going on by current bipartisan legislation and taking the military orders and showing that to people. And it's not showing any missions. It's not jeopardizing the mission. It's just showing the operation. Wow. That's amazing. It's about time for us to go really soon, I think in a minute or so. So so I want you to to be aware, my listening friend. Be praying for, for Derek. I'm going to give a few pieces of information here. Uh, um, we've got like 20 seconds of a word of encouragement from you, Derek, and then I'm going to close the show. Derek Johnson. Well, I just, I encourage people just to, you know, if you believe in God, then you got to believe that he has a plan. And then Donald John Trump has executed the the law of order to the T of what our founders established and laid out. And that, my friends, is also an act of God. Very Everything good. you're watching is an act of God. Very good. Derek Johnson, Jim Barfield, thanks for joining us. By the way, once again, uh, go to The Greatest Show on Earth as your link uh, from rumble.com. You'll find out more. Also, websites for Derek Johnson is uh, the documents.info and uh, DerekJohnsonCountry.com My listening friend, it's been amazing. More coming next week. God bless you. Thank you, my team, for joining us. God bless. Thanks for joining Cast Hater and his many friends, including you, for Come Together San Diego. Join us again next week as we explore what unity in the body of Christ sounds like within this county and beyond on Come Together San Diego. Tell a friend, tell a neighbor, tell a co-worker, and then let's all come together San Diego next Saturday from 5 to 7 p.m. on K Praise. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.